Hi, thank you for listening and thank you for joining me here at Sounding the Alarm. I'm a voice from the heartland and there are lots of alarms to sound. But before I do, I'd like to go on a, on a side note here and just say I did not vote for this particular candidate and I haven't always voted for the candidate that won but I have always considered myself to be an American first above any party and if my fellow Americans outvote me I live with their choice and I root for my president because I root for my country. I didn't vote for Ronald Reagan, but he was the president. And for better or for worse, he was my president. I didn't vote for George W. Bush. Either, either time. But he was the president. And he was my president. Now I didn't vote for this clown. But he claimed to be the president. And no one said anything different. So he's the president. I tried to think of him as the president and I struggled with that but I love my country and he's the president but then Charlottesville happened and he clearly showed me he is not my president the day after his inauguration, a young black man right outside front as I was going to my car says to me, who's my president? And I looked at him. He had the face of a boy and the body movements and body of a young man a working man. I looked at him trying to figure out where he was coming from and he repeated it. He said, who's my president? I looked at him not sure where to go, where he was going. And I said, who's my president? Shit. both went our separate ways. When you're the president, 
you're the president. When you do your job, you keep that title. When you're not doing your job, when you're a blatant racist who cannot even condemn white supremacy in its one of its uglier forms, hatred, hatred, outright, unnecessary, ignorant hatred. And you all know it, all of you know it, and all of you, all of you Trump note voters know it. And it's one of those things where, yeah, it's a little farther than I would go, but, you know, it's Trump being Trump. No, it's what Bernie Sanders says it is. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Now, you guys, I know you know that. I know somewhere in the pit of your stomach you're uneasy with that. And that's what it is. It's dangerous. The only time he makes you feel good is when he is lying. And that is dangerous, because by the time you find out, it's too late. So I'm warning, sounding the alarm, because it's too late, and I don't know what else to do. And like I said, I, I, I want to fight for my country. I love my country. I don't know who to fight. So I'm sounding the alarm, and I'm going to sound the alarm. I don't care if it's too late. I cannot not do anything for this beautiful country born well bred of immigrants built by immigrants. I'm an immigrant. I am 50% Italian, 25% Irish. 25% German and 100% immigrant. We work hard. We take your shit and we work hard. So the most immediate alarm I'm going to sound is of course well, let me continue. My, my side note got side noted. So, I can't call him my president. And that bothered me after Charlottesville. I'm not going to call him my president. He showed me he's not my president. I can't call him my president. I, I could call Bush my president. And I could call Reagan my president. Because they were trying to do something for America at the same time. But what am I going to call this guy? He's not my president. I could call him the head of the Republican Party. Because he is that. It's kind of a long title. But I could live with it. I mean, it is what he is. And the Republicans need to own what he is. Because they're accessory to this this um, crime against the Constitution after the fact by covering it all up but what am I going to call head of the Republican Party yeah I liked it I liked it I lived with it for a little while 
but something still didn't quite feel right about it. And it was the Republican Party part, because they, they don't even, it's letting them off the hook. Sure, they sold their party to them. Okay. But still, it's letting them off a hook. The name, the head of the Republican Party, still, still sounds more regal than it's deserving. So then I came up with head of the white nationalist Republican Party. And I like that. And I think they should just change their name to that. But Again, it's long. No one's going to join me in that one. And then I came across something in the news that, shout out to Michael Bloomberg, he had quoted that Trump's friends in New York, the society that he'd longed to get into, thought he was a joke and that he was more like a barking clown. Boom. Barking clown. That's who's in the White House. The barking clown. And that's my alarm. My alarm is... The barking clown must go. That's the alarm that's ringing in my head the loudest. That's the alarm that says it's too late. I mean, he's already... He's campaigning for re-election instead of fighting this virus. I mean, that says it all. I mean, we know he's a numbers man and this is what he's looking at. Let's see. Let's go back to the beginning. It was January. Should I... Should I prepare for this? What do I care about? What do I care about? Should I prepare for this? Did he prepare? No, he fucking didn't. What did he do? He warned his rich friends so they could move their money, so they could make the most of it. The thoughts, the friends of Trump, these stinky, stinking fucking thoughts. So they got warned and we got told everything is okay. I don't mind so much that they got warned, because that's what all crooked politicians and businessmen do. And we knew he was crooked, and that's a normal sort of crookedness. But then to go out of your way and lie to us and say it ain't nothing, that says you don't give a fuck about us. That says you don't give a fuck about us. And you all know I'm right. You all know he don't give a fuck about you. But God bless you. Don't give up on your country. So he's gonna ride this virus because he didn't do anything except warns rich friends and scramble about and figure out who's gonna make money. How and who is gonna make the money. But now I'm losing my train of thought here.
Now, if he gave a fuck, if he gave a fuck about people and knew it was going to be vicious like he knew, if he gave a fuck, he would have opened up factories, turned over factories in every state in the Union, building masks, building PPE, clothing factories, manufacturers, electronics, get that shit going in every state, every state so all the hospitals can be ready. If he gave a fuck about us, if he realized his economy is motored by the people, the workers, this is a democracy. It's supposed to be a republic, but he fucked that in the ass, so call it a democracy. So then democracy is just the republic that's been fucked in the ass. Damn, that sucks. Anyway, so he sits on his hands while this virus does its thing in China and Italy. The stock market's playing along. Then the countries start closing. China starts closing, Italy starts closing, all these economies start closing. So now the stock market's freaking out. So now he's got to do something. Because he can't have them freaking out. No, no, no. Prop them up. Prop them up. Tell them everything's going to be okay. I'm on top of this. We got 15 people. Soon going to be out. Soon going to be done. Soon going to be done. I'm on top of this. Lie. After lie. After lie. And the dangerous lies. The lies that are responsible for killing people. And these are directly responsible for killing people. Yet, he doesn't make mistakes, so therefore how could he be responsible? And he'll take that to the Supreme fucking Court on our tax time, on our tax money. Just like we have to pay rent for his wife, his Russian wife who won't live in the White House for who knows how long. We pay rent at Trump Tower for her. I pay rent for her. Shit. She better move her ass to a two-bedroom condo. Save the country a little money. So now that he's forced to have to ride this, because he fucked it up and now the stock market's <laughs> fucked up, so he... But he don't want to pay workers, even though we can't go to work because he fucked everything up because he sat on his ass. He sat on his ass while this thing just went all over Asia, went all over Europe. And he acted like it wouldn't make it here. Hell, I knew it was coming before I was warned by our government because I have a brother in Taiwan. He told me it was coming. He says, don't listen. If they say it might come, trust me, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's coming to the U.S. He's been there through SARS and Ebola. So he's, Taiwan's very familiar with this routine. They know how it moves around. And it's out there right now, moving around. 
when you have a leader proven to not give a fuck, what are you going to do? I mean, he's not doing anything. It's clear at this point, it is clear that he has no interest in widespread testing. I mean, if you want to kick this thing's ass, you test 350 million people and you make this virus visible and then you kick its ass. The only smart thing he's ever said is that we're at war against an invisible enemy. But we need a wartime commander and he is not that. He is what he's always been, a liar and a thief. And that's all he'll ever be. But if you want to kick this thing's ass, you test 350 million people, you make that virus visible. If you test that many people, you'll know everything about this virus there is to know. You'll know its weakness and you'll know how to kill it. And the vaccine will be shortly thereafter. But no, he has no interest in it. The question, the question isn't, why is he so slow? Why this? Why that? The question is, accept it. He is not going to test us. The question is, why? He's a numbers man. He's seen those fucking numbers. He knows who's dying. He figures it's more the opponent's votes than his votes in the coming election. It's voter suppression that free of charge. That's what he's, that's the only reason to not be interested in this. That is the only, he's, he's made a decision. He's not going to go after it. If there's a vaccine, there's a vaccine. Believe me, he's, you know, he wants, he either wants a vaccine before the election or he's just going to ride it and count on losing, the, the Democrats losing more votes than him. because of COVID-19. That's how he's governing, my friends. That's that uneasy feeling in your tummy. Trump voters, save your family, man. That's, this is how he governs. He governs by lies and deceit and greed. It's not greed anymore, it's avarice. And we know what that means. You can't govern fairly or righteously for people you don't like. And when you're a bigot, a racist, and a bully, and a sexist, there's a lot of people you don't like. How in the hell can you govern a nation like ours, a nation of immigrants, a beautiful nation that allows people of all races and all religion and all anything to come and flourish. But you just have to do it under one flag. One flag. That's our strength. That's our beauty. It's 
not easy, but that's what makes us fucking strong. That's why we will have a virus. That's why all he really needs to say is, I'll pay everyone until we have a virus. And he has to pay everyone unemployment until they have a right because he sat on his ass and didn't give a fuck. And you got to pay for that. And you're going to have to... It's a huge fucking price. Because your economy doesn't work without people. Not just people, but people working and people spending and people out and about. People colluding. But when you govern from hate, which is what he does, I mean, there's only two ways to go when you're... Here's the way I look at it. I, I look at it like you are when you're born. You're born like you're all love and wonderment and curiosity and joy and smiles. There's no hatred. You're taught that. Babies don't arrive with that. I think that you're born this bundle of joy. And God wants you to hang on to, to hang on to as much of that love as you can till the day you die. And that's your job. It's not easy. But the more love you hold on to, it's God's love that you arrive with. And the more that you can hold on to, the better we all are. And this, we're being governed by the opposite of that. It's so clearly the opposite of that. He spends all of his time covering his ass because he's always doing some fucking crooked, shady shit. And he's always getting, and he's always going to be investigated because he's always going to be doing stupid, crazy, illegal shit. And nothing will get done. And this leaves us dangerously vulnerable to being attacked. So when Bernie Sanders says he is the most dangerous president, he is the most dangerous president. We are dangerously vulnerable. Why he, while he and his friends and his family are raking in cash. And anyone who says anything against any one of them will be moved. Anyone who gets in the way of any one of his kids or any one of his buddies, his close buddies, you get in the way, you say something wrong. It reminds me of... I didn't know what it reminded me of, and it hit me today. It reminds me of Hogan's Heroes. How anytime Clink might get out of line, they always threatened to send him to the Russian front, and boom, he turned into a quivering <laughs> piece of jelly and did whatever these. That's what the Republican senators are like. 
He's just like afraid of his tweets that he'll put them off into the Russian front and they'll do anything to stay out of that. Only on Hogan's Heroes it was funny. In real life it's the military being brought to the southern border during the midterm election to act like there's a caravan of hatred coming our way and it's all a fucking waste of our money for his campaign. Everything is a fucking campaign and I'm so sick of it. Everything is about him and I'm so sick of it. Please, Trump voters, you're the one. Trump voters, you're the ones. You're the heroes if you just take him back somewhere else. You're the ones who can do it. Start chanting. Next time he talks about a woman, start chanting, lock him up. Because he needs to go. You know it. You've seen enough, right? You have to have seen enough. Because anymore, and, and for sure it's too late. For sure it's too late. Just get him out. Just get him out. You made your point, and I get it. But get him out. We got perfect phone calls for military on the border for part of our campaign. We got health care. Look what he did with health care. Look what you Republicans did with health care. That's another alarm for the Republicans. There's one devoted to, totally to them. I was going to do it uh, as part of this, but I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to warn them. I don't think I'm going to sound an alarm or warn them. But So earn it, bitch, earn it. All right, so what else is he up to? Health care. Republicans and Trump on health care. They spent how many years trying to get rid of Obamacare, which gave millions of people health insurance, and I'm one of them, so thank you for that. I've been insured ever since. What are the Republicans... They finally got their votes. Trump finally got them. They could... They could... Repeal and replace. They just had to come up with a replacement. They were running out of time. Even though they've been working on it for 10 years, they were running out of time because they, they hadn't come up with anything yet. Even though they've been saying for a decade that they wanted to repeal and replace it. So then they came up with a plan. They came up with a plan. And it was going to end up taking 30 million people off of health insurance. And my fellow Americans and I blew, the fu blew our fucking stacks and were like, no fucking way. Every, all, all of America, Republicans... Oh, they knew right away that wasn't going to pass, so they went back. They said, no, no, we can do better. You're right, we can do better. And then they came back sometime later, and they said, we got it. This is it. This is it. It won't get any better than this. This is the best we can do. 
and it was one that took only 10 million people off of insurance. What do these two plans tell you? Let me make it clear. They don't give a fuck about you. Let me make it double clear. There was no attempt made, not even an attempt made to to bring more people in. You had negative 30,000, negative 30 million or negative 10 million. Those were your choices. Did not even attempt to make it a plus. Didn't even talk about, no, we want, of course we want more people insured. We're not um, viciously idiotic. But no, they didn't even, didn't even try. Well, that's my point. I'm trying to tell you. They did not even try and improve the situation and acted like that was okay. And you let them act like that's okay. Because you kiss this guy's ass. Voters and elected officials. You just kiss his ass. That's what you do, Trump voters. You kiss his ass. Well, he don't, he don't deserve it anymore. He makes you look like a racist. He makes you look bad. He makes you look worse than you are. And then he comes on with these, um, these little briefings and tells you how, how, how well he's doing. How everyone can get a test whenever they want. Lies. Lies. Oh, but here's a display. Look like a fucking CVS display of test, of his test. Here's the testing equipment that all my friends are making and that they're gonna get rich because now we've made so many millions for them. Now we, we're making them for other countries. And we're gonna prouse gouge them. No mention of that. No mention of the... No condemnation of his friends price gouging us with all this PPE. No, he's just going to let them do it again. So he's talking about all his friends that are making this equipment and they're going to make it by the millions, by the millions. And then he goes off into um, his walls being built and all that and... All I could think when I was watching that was, are you fucking kidding? There's a virus out there spreading as we speak. Asshole, do the job at hand. No, they're doing so well. And then he has this admiral. It looked like a, a, a puppet admiral, to be honest. A friendly puppet admiral who was bouncy and peppy and saying how all the t all these tests are a lot of tests are being made and thanked him for his leadership and made it sound like one-tenth of what we need was okay 
the lowest amount we need is 500,000 a day. But he made 300,000 a day sound like we were going to be out of the woods any day. Lie, lie, lie. But, you know, he said, but he says our numbers are dropping tremendously. But that's what he said. He says our numbers are dropping tremendously. These are lies where people die. This is dangerous. People think it's okay to not wear a mask. It's not okay. And we have to go the extra mile if we're going to kick this thing's ass. And you making arbitrary predictions when it's still an enemy invisible, how are you going to predict how you're going to fight when you still can't fucking see it? Come on, man. And then that puppet admiral came back, talking about 9.5 million in a month. Which is so lame that when someone said, why is testing a success when only people only your staff is getting tested and America's can't his answer was now you're saying we test too much huh next and then went on to talking about children dying and swelling and recovering and I was wondering what the fuck he's talking about. Was he watching these children swell to death? The puppet admiral came back on and said everything's doing good, though. I mean, you have to understand there's three different parts to the test, and we're talking about all three parts being ready and to go. And we're doing a great job. It's just, it's been incredible to work with these people. And the barking clown came back on and said, Yep, but I want to open. I want to open. Open safely, but I want to open. And I thought, what a dick. You're supposed to say, I want to open safely. I want to open. Not, I want to open. I want to open safely. So then he went on to say about how great he is because two million people didn't die because of his China ban, which is, come on, we all know it's bullshit. You know it's bullshit, Trump voters. You know it's, it's bullshit. The guy bullshits too fucking much. 
He lies so much that nothing's real. At least you can't tell what's real. You can't lead a country like that. You know you can't. You don't know when he lies so much, you don't know when he's lying. And that's dangerous. We can't have our president be like that. You know we can't. I know you're all proud Americans, and you know we got to have a better one. You tried. What do you have to lose? Too much. You tried it. Call the experiment. Call it. Call the experiment. You can do it. I think you can do it. we got to call it. We've seen enough. Say it. We've seen enough. Trump voters, say it. We've seen enough. I mean, it's like that movie uh, Running Man, you know, where they have to have a contest, fight to the death, but if they win, they their sentence is commuted and they get to live on a, a tropical island and they show footage of the winners, you know, the guys who've actually won the contest by staying alive in this vicious fight. And they show them on the, uh, on the video on these uh, tropical islands and, of course, the the video's all fake, and they all have been killed and all that and whatnot, and they can't kill Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. It's a good movie. And he's gonna, he's gonna end up doing that. He's gonna, like, show videos of, like, happy working hospitals where everyone's, like, wearing a mask and six feet apart and everything's fine. It's like Pleasantville, except you're wearing a mask, that's all. Everything's gonna be fine. And then it ended with him being a dick. And it reminded me of something. And so I'm going to read it to you. A governmental system led by a dictator having complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. This is a fascist. No one's talking about that. No one's sounding that alarm. And it's happening right before our American eyes. Jesus, people. Jesus. He's not just a dick. He's a fascist. Don't let... Don't let a fucking fascist in there. The, fasc the barking clown must go. I mean, when I look outside, I, I, you know, I see very few people wearing masks. The last time I was able to count ten people, the four of them wore masks. Two weeks ago, I counted ten people. Six of them were wearing masks. And I know that the virus is out there, and it's and it's moving. And I see protesters, and I and I pray for them because. The data says up to 20% of them is a spreader. 
they have it and they ain't sick, but they're going to pass it along. It's moving. It's moving around in our body, in, some, in a lot of people's bodies, without any sign of sickness. It's still invisible. And he ain't trying to see it. He's unchanged when we need him. Divisive while Americans die. Petty while Americans die. Tweet storming adolescent anger while Americans are dying. Trying to get vape laws changed for his friends while Americans die trying to dismantle our pre-existing condition clause and lying about it while Americans die. This barking clown must go. As I said, my other alarm that I wanted to ring was going to be on and about the Republican Party. But I don't want to warn them. This is their own making. This is what they latched themselves onto. This is what they they decided on this. They chose it. They chose it. They chose it clearly in front of us all. Between the Constitution and the barking clown. They chose the barking clown. And oh my God. God help us all. God, if there were five brave Republicans, senators, if there were five brave Republican senators. But alas, it's just another May day with snow coming. But climate change is a hoax, so There's too many alarms to sound. There's just too many alarms to sound. I don't know. I don't know where to go, where to start, where to where to go. I just know I have to make some noise because I'm, one, I'm going crazy. And two, I see what he's doing. And he doesn't respect us, any of us. I'm talking to you, Trump voters. He doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. You need to think about your kids. They're not having problems. They're all being raised around brown and black and yellow kids. All my, all my nieces and nephews... 
grew up around a very diverse group of kids. They're used to it. They're not preaching hatred. That's just the barking clown seeking power. Well, it's got to stop. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I sounded the alarm. I'm going to keep sounding the alarm because I don't know what else to do. And I appreciate that you listened and I hope I didn't ramble too much. I, I know I, I probably did. And I apologize and I'm grateful and appreciative and please stay healthy. Please go out of your way to stay healthy. Protect yourself. Protect me. Protect your loved ones. Protect each other. Maybe we'll make it through it in a better way. God bless America. Take care, my friends.